almost heaven West Virginia Blue Ridge Mountains Shenandoah River Life is all there Older than the trees Attention citizens Nuclear strike imminent Please exit the area at your earliest convenience Thank you for your cooperation Wow. That's an intro. It's an intro. That is an intro. Um, yeah, so welcome along to our new monthly feature. This is Monsters of Fallout 76. And each episode, we are going to be talking about a different monster that's in the computer game, Fallout 76, um, which is based on creatures that we've talked about before, uh, or that we haven't talked about before as well. And this first episode revolves around Mothman. So Mothman is a character in the Fallout 76 game. And we can talk about this each episode and a different monster that's in this game. Yeah, exactly. So Fallout 76 particularly is one of my like, all-time favourite games. It got quite a lot of stick when it came out, and it still does, but... I uh, fuck the haters. It's I haven't even played it. I've oh, seen it, but I've never played it. It's amazing. It's amazing. And like like Greg said, there's it's based in West Virginia, in the cool. Appalachia, where we know there's lots of famous sort of paranormal cases, like the Mothman we're going to talk about. Yep. Future episodes going to be talking about the Grafton Monster. A case that was uh, featured in Project Blue Book as well. The Flatwoods Monster. All sort of real cases from around West Virginia and the surrounding states in Appalachia. And these are monsters that are featured in Fallout 76. There's enemies, sometimes there's friends, but you all feature. And again, it's be cool to sort of talk about the monster and how it's portrayed in the game. And then sort of then look at the actual story behind each of these. I thought that would yeah. be a pretty cool thing to do. Definitely. So we actually talked about Mothman in our second ever episode. Which was is it the old. second? It was the second ever episode. I remember it was an early one. Wow. So it's time to revisit. Definitely. Overdue, in fact. That's over two years ago. Wow. Mental. There are aliens in the Fallout games. In all, all the games, there's been like, some sort of alien or UFO feature. Um, that's cool. That's why I like it as well, because UFOs and aliens. But they're not based on anything like actual events. It's just like more in general. So we yeah. won't talk about them in this series, but we will be talking about the other monsters. So let's crack on. The first episode is Mothman. Super. So in the game, there are a number of different versions of the Mothman. You all have different names that the you can come across. Okay. There's the wise Mothman, which is a friendly, friendly Mothman. And he imparts his wisdom into your character, giving you like a character like a bit of buff, a bit of intelligence. Some some more benefits in game. And you have to summon him by this is interesting as well, by lighting up the landlocked lighthouse based on the real Somerville Lake lighthouse. Oh, wow. Which is a landlocked lighthouse, so it's nowhere near water. <laughs> but it's a lighthouse. That's weird. So in the game, it's literally like on the side of a mountain. 
It's like it's similar to how it is in real life. So based on the real Somerville Lake Lighthouse, which was built kind of a bit of a result of a joke, where there was this couple and you had a friend that was building wind turbines and he said, like, oh, sends a, sends a wind turbine. In the end, he did. Ended up sort of using the base of a wind turbine <laughs> and built it into a lighthouse, basically. And it sort of came like a bit of a community project where people sort of chipped in Supplied things, local like light fitters came and put the light in. So it's kind of rotating like a lighthouse does. So it's like a real working lighthouse, but nowhere near the water. Nowhere near the water. (laughs) It's like a bit of like a tourist attraction. So we've got a thing like that in Oxford, uh, the shark. I don't know if you've if you've seen that. So there's a house in the centre of Oxford, and uh, you can Google it and. There is a shark in the top of a house, like pointing down. So its head's oh, in the top of the house. Yeah. Yeah. So nowhere near anywhere where a shark would be. And it's randomly in the roof. But <laughs> Yeah, so you have to light up this light on this lighthouse and that summons yep. this wise mothman. Like okay. And it gives you his sort of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's cool. And we've got the stalking Mothman. Obviously. Vengeful Mothman. And a glowing Mothman. So obviously, Nuke, Clear War is the basis of the Fallout games. Yes. Fallout 76 is set. Oh my God, I'm going to get this wrong now. I sound like a noob. 25 years after the bombs went off. <laughs> noob. It's still relatively. Because the other Fallout games are set like hundreds of years after sort of bombs gone off. Uh, 76 is like 25, short 25 years after. So everything's still quite fresh and yeah, green, still like sort of new. Whereas in the other games, it's quite like bland. There's no vegetation or anything. It's all been sort of gone. But Fallout 76 is quite modern. So a lot of creatures are like glowing because they're irradiated. More the radiation and stuff and that gives them like different, different powers and stuff as well. So what I'll commit to, Ash, because... As we talked about offline, I've not actually played this game at all. I know nothing about Fallout 76. So my commitment is that by the next episode that we do, I'll be playing it. Cool. I'll give it a go. Xbox good. rules. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the variants of the Mothman are quite aggressive. The stalking Mothman kind of just follows you. So it's, it's dead creepy because you just like sort of see these glowing eyes sort of in the distance or you'll hear the noise and think that there's someone near me. And he just like sort of stares of watching you. Then, but if you attack him, he will like defend and attack you back. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just pulling it up as well. So, yeah, I can see that he's not aggressive, but will defend himself when he's attacked. And it looks bloody creepy, I must say. <laughs> and he's just kind of like shock waves from his like vibrations to sort of send like a shock wave. At you, and that's like how he attacks, and he like zips, from like that teleports almost like from part to part. So he does disappear, don't know where he is, and he pop up behind you. So why are you trying to trying to do <laughs> <it>? um, <laughs> Yeah, and in the game, because yeah. obviously most of the places in the game are based on real, real places, and it's mad because people have obviously gone to West Virginia and took photos of the actual towns. What? Towns in the games are based on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd seen him in real, and there's a place. 
in the game called Point Pleasant. Which we'll come on to a bit later, yeah. Yeah, and that's where sort of that has the Mothman Museum, which is there. Yeah. The Mothman statue is identical to the one that's in the real Point Pleasant. And so on the people that, well, the sort of characters that live in that Point Pleasant are called cultists. And they're like Mothman cultists that um, obviously all believe in the Mothman. Yeah. They have like a shrine to it and they'll attack anyone that comes into Point Pleasant because they don't want anyone else sort of coming into their space. How have I not played this game before? I've seen it. I've seen the game, but yeah. It's awesome. Especially 76 for all the sort of paranormal stories and stuff. It really, really does a good job of, which we'll find out over the next few months when we talk about each one. Yeah, definitely. So that's kind of, it's not really a main character in the game, but it's quite a prominent character that seems to always be there, pops up there and thereabouts. So that's kind of how it's portrayed in the game. Yeah. So I guess now we'll talk about the the legend the yeah. real, real stories behind the Mothman. Yeah, so Mothman is is something that I'd heard of a long time ago. Um because sort of my like as we've talked about previous like my journey into paranormal and all that kind of stuff started quite a long time ago and then I sort of fell out of not interest but other things get life gets in the way and then I've sort of revisited it so Mothman was actually a a story or a legend or whatever you want to call it that I'd I'd heard of and culminated in me reading the book the Mothman Prophecies uh, which is a great book actually I really enjoyed reading that and then I watched the film um which was of the same name uh, and starred Richard Gere in 2002. Not so great. The book was definitely better than the film, um, but it was all good. It's all good. So as as you said, the Mothman it comes from Point Pleasant in West Virginia, um, and it's like a folklore Um of this humanoid creature it's got wings it's got glowing red eyes and glowing red eyes seem to be the sort of the main calling card as it were um of the mothman and um basically there was some grave diggers that reported um a sighting when they were digging some graves um, in November 66, they were, they thought they spotted something. They glanced up something that was sort of flying overhead. Um, and it appeared to be a massive figure that was moving rapidly from tree to tree. And the, the grave diggers later described it as like a, a brown human being. So real dark. Um, uh, and it, they were the first sort of major sort of sighting of it. Um, it would become known as a Mothman because it looked like a winged human. Um, but it was always something that remained elusive. There was never really any sort of, there's no 
video of it. There's no cameras. And back in the 60s, you didn't really have, people didn't carry around cameras. And it only sort of, um, it was only for a sort of certain time. It was like over the course of about a year or so, between 66 and 67, that the Mothman really sort of, the sightings intensified. Um, And it was all around Point Pleasant. Um, After these guys had their initial report, um, there was two couples that noticed a white winged creature, which was about six or seven feet tall, standing in front of the car that they're all sitting in. Um, Bit freaky. But they again said that the beast had about, had like red eyes, about six inches apart. It had a huge wingspan of about 10 feet um, and the apparent urge to avoid the bright headlights of the car, which is where this sort of dark figure comes from because nobody had really seen it with any kind of uh, lighting on it. So according to other witnesses, Creature was able to fly at incredible speeds, some say up to about 100 miles an hour, and all of them agreed that the beast was quite clumsy when it was running on the ground. So it was always sort of seen up in the air and was a bit clunky walking around. And if you see sort of some of the pictures and the, the size of this thing, this thing walking around with huge wings on its back, it's, it's going to be quite top-heavy, I would imagine. Yes, yeah, so I saw one description of it. It's like a, a slender, muscular man, mm. about seven feet tall. With like yep. large white wings, just imagine just seeing that. Just yeah, you'd <laughs> absolutely piss your pants on you. Oh, words and the statue. If you see the statue, and you can, you can Google the statue, because uh, like you say, in Point Pleasant, there is actually they they've sort of embraced Mothman, um, and uh, it looks horrific. If that's what people are seeing, um, it's horrible horrible thing um but more and more sightings were reported in the point pleasant area over the sort of the year between 66 and 67 uh, and that's when this legend took a bit more shape um they reckon there was eight additional sightings in the short space of three days after the first claims including two firefighters who said sort said that they saw a very large bird with large red eyes. And if you look at, again, if you Google the picture and Google the image, there's like a classic image of Mothman, this big black winged creature with glowing red eyes. And you could mistake it for like a huge bird, but the thing's like a pterodactyl size thing. It's huge, absolutely huge. Yeah. And then people having sort of, dreams and premonitions of like an, an impending impending doom yeah strange and also believe some well some people claim to have had like strange phone calls and visits from the men in black yeah and things like that <laughs> nice never fall out weapons you're not playing together <laughs> so Basically, this became legend very quickly. Um, And locals became convinced that they were seeing the Mothman in birds and other large animals. Even long after, there was like this prankster that they thought was 
was pulling out the jokes. Um, but it's worth noting that the Mothman legend bears a resemblance to several demon archetypes found among those who've experienced sleep paralysis. And like you mentioned, people have been been um, dreaming about it and having visions. Um, so some people have sort of suggested that Mothman is actually just like a human fear. And this legend's born out of the fact that somebody thinks they sin something and as you know in certain places we we've had cases that we've talked about where people have like a mass hysteria and i'm not saying this is mass hysteria but people can almost be talked into seeing something that's not there and they convince themselves that what they're seeing is mothman so they see two red eyes and it could be a deer or or something potentially I'm not saying that's what it was, but in a dark of night and you're seeing these red eyes glowing, it could be a wolf, it could be anything, and people are like, shit, there's Mothman. And then they'll go, oh, we, we saw Mothman last night, and then the next night somebody else has seen it, and then over the course of a short period of time, this, this legend has developed. Um, so who knows if it if it's really properly up there and and true however um there was an issue with the silver bridge so the silver bridge was constructed in 928 and connected point pleasant and canuga in ohio um and the name was credited to an aluminum for the american references out there colored paint that was used um now, on the 15th of December, 1967, during rush hour, the bridge collapsed and the bridge resulted in 31 vehicles falling into the river, killing 46 people and injuring nine, which is unusual for a bridge to collapse. But people believe that it was Mothman who caused the disaster. So it's one of those enduring mysteries now which is there's a sign up that says that the, the silver bridge collapsed um and, and people were saying that it's basically the only thing that could have happened because there was this foreboding was that mothman had actually caused the bridge collapse because there was mothman sightings in the the preceding days so the bridge collapse followed uh sightings of the mothman and it wasn't long before people started to connect both mothman sightings and the bridge collapse and put two and two together and come up with five potentially um but john keel the author of mothman prophecies conflated that the mothman sightings and the bridge disaster were connected he also incorporated ufo activity and his story took hold, and the town soon became iconic amongst many conspiracy theorists, ufologists, and fans of the paranormal. Um, Point Pleasant now is known for the Mothman legend, um, and decades later it's still like an ongoing and enduring kind of um, sort of homage to, to what happened back in the 60s, 
and as we mentioned right at the start, in 2002, the um, the film based on the book called Mothman Prophecies, Richard Gere plays a, a, a reporter, basically, who seems to have witnessed the Mothman shortly before, um, sorry, whose wife seems to have uh, witnessed the Mothman shortly before her death. And he gets sort of sucked into it um, and tries to figure out what the Mothman is. Now, I've watched the film, I've read the book, and the book was so much better than the, the film. The film was not great, I'll be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those ones that's like we talked about um, Moment of Contact and down in uh, South America in the town. They, it's all dedicated. They've got UFO statue up and they've really embraced it. Now, Point Pleasant have fully embraced Mothman, which is crazy. They've got, like you mentioned, they've got a museum. They have like Mothman days and parades and all that kind of stuff. And it's like the, the weirdest thing. I can't even imagine in the UK, unless I've missed something. I can't imagine us doing something like that. We have cheese rolling. Oh, we do have cheese rolling yeah, down the hill. That's that's fairly close close to me in Gloucester. Is it? That's fucking mental. If you, you see them, it's just people breaking their legs and all sorts, and they win the cheese. That's it. It's like you've done all of that to win some cheese. But yeah, uh, it, we, we don't we don't sort of celebrate a, an urban legend, do we? Really? No, even like the big cases, like I, I when I went to Rendlesham. Yeah. absolutely nothing. Mm. I went to like the town of Endosham and I went to the shops. So I was asking people, it's like, yeah, there's nothing. Like, apart from the little trail, it's just it's basically a little signpost that you follow around the forest. Mm. That's it. There's nothing at all to say we've got one of the biggest well known cases in the world. Yeah. I mean, like, Roswell, you got like the Roswell Festival, Expo, everything that goes on over there. Rendlesham. Well, not quite on the same scale, but still one of the top cases like Roswell, where yeah. the world knows about it. And yeah. we have nothing. It's literally it's, nothing. It's insane. And where we've done the episode on um, Rendlesham and like the history that's there, so it's not as even if it was just like those few nights in 1980, it's like going back 900,000 years in that particular area. And they still, maybe that's just a British thing. Maybe not to bring up some of things. It's like, no, we don't talk about that kind of stuff here. We don't talk about that. But, yeah, so it's good to see that they embrace it and it obviously attracts people um, to go to the festivals and and even see the statues. So, yeah. And end up in video games. Yeah, and end up in video games. You know you've made it when you become a character in a video game. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be cool. cool. I did find... Okay, because I was looking to sort of if there's anything more sort of recently. So that's been like obviously some sightings in the 2000s and stuff. There's a couple of grainy yeah. photographs that you can't really tell. Yeah. yeah. I did find one uh, from Georgia in the Middle East, I guess. Isn't that the Middle East? Near Russia. Okay. East, yeah, East yeah. Uh, and their no, newspaper called. I'm going to butcher the name. It's in uh, Russian, I think. Shvodanyanya Guzia. I've heard of it. Yeah. Local. You're a regular reader. 
uh, and they claim that Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadowed the 1999 Russian apartment bombings, which killed more than 300 people. Wow. So it's that kind of seen sightings around and then something, some tragic, yeah. tragic event happens. Yeah, that's that's weird. That is weird. In the, that, there's a book in 1970, before John Keel's book, from a Gray Barker called The Silver Bridge. And that mentions, amongst other things, that the, the Mothman or Birdman who visited like the area around Point Pleasant and stuff. Yeah. 1966. And he, like you mentioned earlier, he's sort of like the psychological psychological side of it where he sort of talks to local residents and how they sort of dealt with it before and after the, the bridge collapse and sort of why people felt the way they did and why they sort of put it on to Mothman. I guess when things happen, people do try and look for answers. And yes. if that's sort of what you come to, that's what you something that people to grab onto yeah i suppose it gives some kind of especially if it's just like a tragic accident and there is no explanation and there's been this kind of urban legend around before it i can imagine it's quite i don't know what the right word is but it's kind of like it's easier to say that something's caused it than to not know why it's been caused at all and ha- not have any answer. So you kind of, you, you kind of get in some kind of, I say closure, that's not the right word, but to be able to blame something for a tragic accident. Yeah. It's definitely, there's all you always, when there's accidents, you're always looking for somebody to blame or something must have happened to cause this rather than it just be a tragic accident. And, um, what better than Mothman, this mysterious creature that nobody's really got solid evidence of. Um, and it fits the bill quite nicely. Yeah. And you would shit your pants. Oh, Christ, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if I just see these glowing red eyes. That would be enough to freak me out anyway. And then just sort of see them going up in the air. I'd be like, fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Cool. So, yeah, we hope you enjoyed the first episode of The Monsters of Fallout 76. See you next time. Bye.